Welcome to Midwest Horror Network's October 2020 special, where we watch and discuss all of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes. Today we are doing Treehouse of Horror 13. I'm Brandon, and with me are my clones, Mark, Zach, and David. Good God. No, we're not Somebody clones of you. Dude, if, if I was Brandon's <laughs> clone, I would definitely tell Homer where, that I remember the way back home. <laughs> oh. Uh, this was um, not a bad episode overall, but kind of uneven. It's there, I think there's one that one segment that definitely rises above the other two, um, which helps out the uh, overall quality of the episode. But we'll get into that later. Um, very short and to the point intro. Still, uh, the Simpson family is holding a seance for Ned Flanders that he can talk to his deceased wife Maud. They do the science, and Bart appears pretending to be Maud, and everybody's scared. And he's like, don't worry, it's just me, Bart, as he takes off his Maud costume. But it turns out Maud's ghost is actually behind him, and she's acting all, ooh, ghost-like. I'm sorry, what was that again, Brent? Ooh, ghost-like. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Why did you make him do that twice? Because I can. Wait, what was that again? Uh, ghost-like. Uh, she asks the family if they're ready for three terrifying stories, and Lisa's is like, well, duh. And then Ghost Mod turns all evil and demonic and takes out a book that reveals the title, Treehouse of Horror 13, which takes us into our first story, Send in the Clones. Mark. Oh, I wonder what this is going to be about. Tell us about <laughs> Send in the Clones. So, uh... So I guess some type of trader or some type of salesperson shows up to the Simpsons house. The hammock dealer. The hammock dealer. Hammock man. And, and hammock man. Um, uh, the not quite as good as inflatable arm foiling tube man, but uh, I digress. Again, this can't be the, the family guy. Apparently it can, though, because there's a joke in yeah. this episode. Um, so uh, Homer uh, goes and buys it, even though he is warned about... The fact that it is a magical hammock, and uh, it gives great comfort and great evil. You have me a comfort. The uh, and then show up and take my money. So uh, Homer goes ahead and uh, and sits, lays in it, and then figures out, oh my god, it can actually clone me. So he ends up having multiple clones, which is a direct ripoff from the lesser known uh, Michael Keaton movie Duplicity. Multiplicity. Uh, uh, multiplicity. Sorry. Um, uh, so they had multiple clones of Homer running around, because God only knows how this could turn out. Um, uh, they begin... Not only were they clones, but they were dumber clones. Yes. Because, yeah. you know, let's make <laughs> yeah, Homer dumber than what he already is. The, uh, so... Which the, is scary. Yeah, that is scary. Yeah, especially uh, an army of them. Holy fuck. So they begin yeah. to start to clone and do chores around the house. Um, uh, Homer, of course, kills his first clone. By accident, uh, but uh, then he clones more and more, and then they end up uh, um, doing more chores, making him look awesome. He does a lot of cool shit around the house. Uh, he takes the kids out, and, uh, I mean, him being the clones, and then Homer's off doing whatever the hell he wants to do. Which leads to some pretty funny jokes, you know, like, uh, you know, does dad seem dumber than he, uh, than he normally does? And he's beating up the car with a baseball bat, which is pretty great. He does a lot of great things for Marge. He ends up visiting uh, Grandpa Simpson, and then Grandpa Simpson goes on and on and on because Grandpa Simpson is always a win. 
Um, and the uh, and he ends up uh, going shopping with Marge, uh, and the real Homer cuts in right before Marge is going to go upstairs and fuck one of the clones. <laughs> and Homer's like, I'm going to step in right now. Uh, so, and then um, uh, he... And then the things start to get a little bit more out of control uh, because at one point one of the clones murders Flanders and then holds up the head against the window. The writers like to decapitate Ned. They do. They yeah. really do. I guess it's because it's funny. And Homer really hates Ned. So anyway, so Homer uh, puts them all into a giant cattle truck and then brings them out to, <laughs> and to do the episode's funniest joke, which is Homer gets to the back and says, raise your hand if you remember the way to go home. And then he proceeds to shoot anyone that raises their hands. <laughs> Even though after doing it several times. Um, so he finally that joke ends. He releases all of the homers. And, he, and then he has the hammock with him. And he says, no one shall ever uh, you know, be harmed by this hammock again. He throws it out the window and then drives away. Again, what could go wrong? So a bunch of the homer clones find it. And then they proceed to clone themselves, which then proceeds to a, a horde of homers, which is kind of a zombie kind of feel to it, which is a lot of fun. Uh, they do a lot of different gags. They, they eat corn. They, uh, they eat a farmer, like a set of piranhas. They go to the Duff factory, get, to, get a bunch of beer, and then quickly all run together in unison to the bathroom, uh, which is pretty great. I think they just pissed in the back of yeah. the factory. Yeah. The brewery. Know. Yeah, the brewery, the brewery. Or in the beer itself. Who knows? Sure. Um, uh, but, and then also, oh, one joke I did forget, though, is they're doing a pan scan of all of the different homers, and then you do see Peter Griffin in the midst of all the Homer clones. That's insulting to they me. They did have the original, like, animation and, and Homer. They did have the original the, animation. The late movie. 80s from the Tracy Ullman shorts. Yep, the, um, uh, which is pretty cool. And uh, then eventually the army gets involved and then uh, gets Homer to be thrown into the Grand Canyon, I'm assuming. Um, and then that's the end of all of the Homers. And then Marge is in bed with whom she assumes is the original Homer, but spoiler alert and plot twist, turns out it is one of the clone Homers. And she's like, oh, that's shocking, until a clone Homer's like, I'll give you a back rub. And then Marge is just cool with it. The the clone did point out that Homer was the first one to go off the cliff from chasing the giant donuts. Ironically, the clones actually were smarter than him. (laughs) <laughs> well, at least one of them was. In yeah, one end, of them. In the end, and then they, they play that song. You know, if you can't love the, uh, the the one out there, love the one you're with. So, and that's pretty good advice in this particular yeah. scenario. If you can't be with the one, one you, you love, love, love the one, one you're, you're with. with. Yes, thank you. That's um, pretty good song. But that being said, that was the that uh, was that episode. It was fun. It was a really fun one. It was. It was. Yeah. It was definitely. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Started off with a simple premise, and then. It just goes full on chaos, but the chaos felt warranted because it's just a ridiculous situation to begin with, and they embrace the ridiculousness. Yep, and yeah. a couple of really really good gags, oh, yeah, including a guest appearance by Mr. Peter Griffin. <laughs> that <laughs> was other? the uh, era with these like animations where like they just wanted to kind of get some jabs in with each other. Of course, because South Park started doing that too, and they had one episode with the animation. Um, land where they had I think it was like the second part but they had Bart Simpson there and then they also had um, Peter Griffin as well So yeah, and the King of the Hill studio that was yeah. quite a few years after this episode aired though true but I mean 
between that and there, these anime, um, other um, shows are starting to get some jabs in there with each other. Absolutely. So, and and this this is actually showcasing one of Simpsons best things. Family Guy trademark is the flashbacks and Simpsons trademark is the background gags. Yeah. And this is a great uh, showcase of the background gag, uh, which I read. That's probably where I laugh the hardest in Simpsons is the background gags, uh, which is, I imagine, is pretty common among most Simpsons fans. The uh, but yeah, it was a pretty good episode. It was fun. Yeah, I really liked this one. Uh, any other thoughts on *Sin the Clones* before we move on? It's uh, it was pretty dark. Yeah. It was a dark episode with um, kind of luring the Homers off the cliff with the big donuts. Hey, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. If it works, it's, it works. It's like uh, I think it was at um, towards the end when they're in bed, or when she's in bed with the clone, and I think uh, police or Chief Wiggum calls like yeah. Um, Informed us that the uh, homers are almost dead. There's some of them kind of twitching. <laughs> They'll be taken care of by the morning. It'll be good. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah it's good stuff. Right, next up, we have, and I want to make sure I get the title right here, The Fright to Creep and Scare Harms. So, Lisa and Bart are at a cemetery. They're, ba- they're burying, what was it, a goldfish? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're burying their pet goldfish. And Lisa stumbles upon a grave of some dead dude, and on his gravestone, she discovers it said, I wish the world had no guns or something like that. So Lisa throws a whole campaign, everyone gives up their guns, and just like the episode where the aliens invade, this is clearly a dumbass idea. This is the second clearly, time that yeah. Lisa has done this. Yeah, li- exactly. Yeah. All right, I have a question, though, for yeah. Brandon, because you're more of a Simpsons fan. Has she done this in other episodes that are not Treehouse Wars? Where she has forcibly made a, a, a guns band or something to that nature, and it's totally backfired on her. Specifically a guns band, I don't believe so. Okay. Because it seems oddly specific that it would come up twice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, these are completely different writers than what we had in season three. Oh. Um, Fair enough. They, yeah, so, yeah. I, was just, I was just curious. Well, either way, it's essentially the exact same premise as that episode. Only difference yeah. is instead of aliens invading and taking over the world, it's just a few zombie cowboys come and take over the entire town of Springfield. Uh, the, and one German oligarch. Yeah. Which was random, but whatever. Uh, then the science guy, whatever the hell his name is, creates a time machine, pulls Homer to the side. I have a time machine. We could go back in time and fix this problem. Homer takes it, goes back. Fixes the problem, tells everybody to essentially double tap the zombies. They rise from the graves, get shot out of the town. Then a future Homer Simpson comes back for this one, says, Guns are going to destroy the world, you need to get rid of them. And then Mo <laughs> proceeds to shoot that Homer in the face and go back in time and sleep with caveman hookers. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, this is that's... probably the simplest premise of the of all the episodes. And yeah, yeah very straightforward. Yeah, extremely. Um, I personally didn't really care for the whole cave-in hookers gag at the end. It was kind of just there. The uh, it was I, like we need we need a line to go out on. What's the best thing we can come up with? Apparently, that was it. Sure, I think it would have been a funnier bit had Mo come back and said his reaction to yeah. caveman. Or hookers. if we saw some kind of change. I was waiting like, for a bunch of baby Mo's to appear. Or it, everybody start looking like Mo. Exactly, because yeah. if he's going back that far, his DNA is going to get into something. So it's maybe that's why it didn't quite work for me. Because we had the earlier joke of Frank saying, I hope he doesn't do anything to destroy the space-time continuum. And then his hand is like a kitchen utensil. Whoops. 
the uh, wolves. The uh, yeah, this is funny. The um, uh, okay, a few funny bits, but also like I kind of. It was one of those things I'm like, haven't I already seen this episode already? Yes, we did. The, um, uh, the, yeah, that's the, what it, it felt like for it, me. Like the, the, the premise of Lisa yeah. forcibly making something like that was already better done in the episode of uh, you know, the, the, the Monkey, monkey Fist. The yeah. Monkey's Paw. Yeah, it was just, a, it was just better, better executed then. I mean, you know, there's a few funny jokes with the cowboys, but like, you know, like, yeah. especially with the German oligarch. Isn't that a cowboy? I am a cowboy. <laughs> yippee, yippee. Okay, he's in. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, but besides that, yeah, it was pretty, I don't know, honestly toss away episode. Yeah. It's, it's definitely going to put it into that pile of forgettable episodes. Yeah, I, I really don't have much to say about this one. No. A lot of it didn't make sense, too. Obviously, it's The Simpsons and The Treehouse, but yeah, I felt like I watched this before and... Yeah. As soon as we we got to the guns, it's like all right. I lost interest right away because I didn't want to watch the same, the same episode. Like same the feeling stick. that I get. Yeah. Obviously, it's not the same episode, but it's stupid. And actually, I agree with with what Brandon said. And actually, I would have loved to have seen Zach's idea with Mo, the uh, and then have like a bunch of Mo babies running around. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would yeah. that would have been a fun uh, a fun little bit to do. The uh, Damn it, Zach, go back and, and go hop in a time machine and go back. No. So our final segment, The Island of Dr. Hibbert. David, tell us about this one. This one actually was a fun one. I think out of the first two segments, this one is my favorite for sure. They're pretty much, Simpsons are pretty much heading towards an island. Um, Homer says they, um, it was an island of a smiley face, but it was like a skull with burning eyes. I think this is a spoof of... Island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I ever watched it. Or I don't think anybody ever watched I've it. seen Island of Lost Souls, which was based on the of Dr. Moreau. That's the 1932 adaptation with uh, Charles Lawton and mm-hmm. Bella Lugosi has a small part in that. That one's really, oh, really? good. Yeah, that one's really good. Um, I do believe there's also a 1970s adaptation with Burt Lancaster, I think. I've not seen that one. But obviously the, the famous one is... There the, is the ill-fated mm-hmm. 1996... Val Kilmer and Marlon Brando yeah. one. Yeah. There's a whole um, documentary about that called Lost Souls, which is mm-hmm. very well worth the watch about how the original director got fired and everything that went into the production and just mm-hmm. how big of a mess it was. Uh, really good documentary. Huh. So that's when you know films, are, films sites are fucked when they make a separate documentary about how <laughs> fucked years the film yeah. was. <laughs> yeah, it's like that and then um, in, in the Heart of Darkness. Yeah, which, uh, and Hearts of Darkness Heart. was filmed by Coppola's wife while they were there. Uh, and it wasn't really supposed to be a documentary. It's like she was just asked to film the behind the scenes. And of course, Apocalypse Now was released in 79. Hearts of Darkness didn't actually come out until 91. Um, so it wasn't years later until it wasn't until years later when they decided to make an actual documentary from the footage that his wife mm-hmm. shot. Whereas Lost Souls was made twenty years after the Island of Doctor Moreau is made, and they were actually seeking out interviews with um, the head of New Line at the time, Richard Stanley, the original director, a couple of the smaller cast members. Statute um, of limitations had run out at that point. Pretty much. And Brando was already dead. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> it made things a little easier. And Val Kilmer was pretty much out of the spotlight at that point. So, yeah. The, uh, so it's definitely a easier, easier run of it. 
Anyway, go ahead, David. So, um, yeah, I mean, originally I thought I was going to watch a parody of, like, Fantasy Island until, like, later on in the episode. I was like, okay, I got it. David, they already made a parody of Fantasy Island. Yeah. It was called the, 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 it was called <laughs> the horror movie Fantasy yeah. Island. Mm. <laughs> yeah, let's not get into that. <laughs> you agree, Brandon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How can we agree? Nobody ever saw it. They, oh. True. I know someone that saw it. Was it Justin? No. It was someone I know in Pennsylvania. Ah, okay. Pennsylvania. Oh. So one The person, one guy saw it. The one <laughs> Thank you, anyway. one guy. Anyway, David, go ahead. I anyway, guess somebody um, had to watch it. I think they mentioned something about Dr. Hibbard disappearing or got mad and, and um, disappeared or whatever. And it turns out that he was the one running um, the island when they got there. Turns out that there was something, I guess, fishy about the island that Marge thought of or whatever some point like during the night she was like scanning the the island and found his uh lab was it yeah what did it say house of pain house of pain and did some kind of joke and and marge made the most mom joke you could possibly make you know i I guess this is where you get the bill (laughs) oh jesus christ like i was like oh that was not funny the uh that was like it was cute the all i could think of was like buzzkill and tin it's like oh no yeah, she says something about, um, how come there's no one ever around when I make these kind of jokes? <laughs> Dr. Hibbert, um, grabs her and is like, I'm around. All creepy. That's, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it does, uh, apparently experiments, um, in the island. I guess that's what the original spoof was. So, uh, it turns Marge into a, essentially a blue panther. She ends up going back to the room and her and Homer have sex <laughs> and she's clawing his back or whatnot and after it's like Marge I think sees a bird she leaps to the window kills the bird it's like yeah I knew I was sleeping with a beast during the sex which yeah. is kind of gross something should have tipped me off during yeah. the sex well like he had a feeling but like he just kept going anyway David sometimes <laughs> <laughs> then he starts uh, tracking the island and trying to figure out what the fuck's going on i don't know if he's looking for march or what he's fucking doing but he finds ned in a barn and he's a cow centaur half cow half human and apparently uh, ned wants him to milk him which is uh, kind of disturbing that, that did creep me out it is because <laughs> he was he, he decided to do it and uh, ned's like yeah i knew you were kind of soft or soft-hearted or whatever you know you can be gentle when you really want to be yeah you're not helping <laughs> yeah that was kind of disturbing yeah <laughs> and he starts um and ned takes him to see the uh the rest of the experiments while homer's writing him and singing ridiculously yeah and you see the townspeople as different animals some of them i think crusty was like a lion uh, lisa was an eagle uh, chief wiggum was a pig yeah chief well Essentially. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? And the funny part was um, the mayor was like a panda or some shit. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. The, and uh, Dr. Hibbert, Hibbert shows up. Homer realizes that being filthy and having or mating constantly was a good idea. And he wanted to be an animal as well. And Dr. Hibbert turned him into a walrus. Nice. So they're all hanging out and relaxing in paradise and 
Yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. And King and Kodos come in, they see what the island looked like. From outer space, and like it looks like our number four. Yeah, yeah that was just that was that that one forced again. And then yeah. there was another shoehorn. Like that was a shoe. That one felt like they wrote the entire episode, and, and then, then they realized they forgot to put in King Kodos. Yeah, it's yep. like the second or third time they've done that. I hope they don't do this again. The, but I have a feeling they they are. There's yeah, a lot like, more episodes we got to yeah. go through. The uh, I really like when they integrate. You know, Kane and Kodos into the story. Yeah, like, I don't think they're ever gonna beat that whole dating scenario portion. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah they, and then the Jerry. Well, that Springer. was fast. You, what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, yeah. That is the yeah. that is the like, yep, hands I, down the best integration ever. I do know that there are a few upcoming ones that actually have them in the story. Um, and then I also like the, like I also like how they did it in the last episode with the gypsy wedding. Yeah, because they were actually in the wedding. You even see them in the background, so you can tell that they were actually planning on having Kane Kodos in there from the beginning. Whereas this one literally felt like it, it literally felt tacked on. Yeah, like they just took a completely separate animation of the island, put in Kane Kodos. And then yeah. there's your canon Kodos. The uh, again, <laughs> the uh, I just think that sometimes it's greatly intertwined, and other times, man, just it's it just it's just like they have to. It's that shoehorn. It's a, yeah. like a for, like a painful shoehorn too. The and you go, oh, that's just not cool. Yeah, like you might as well not have them at that point. Uh, but I know that you have to have them. I'm sure that there's yeah. Yeah. It's written in some contract somewhere that they have to be in every in every treehouse. But yeah, this this was a fun one. Yeah, not, they, not, they not did the have like they did the have like an Italian like joke in there for uh, Mark <laughs> when Homer comes in and says he's turned you into human guinea pigs. We prefer Italian American pigs. Yeah. <sighs> This is the third episode, Treehouse of Horror, in a row where we've had Italian jokes. We had the dolphin yeah. segment. We had the um, townspeople in the last episode. And Essentially Little joke. Italy. Yeah. I can almost guarantee that it has to be because of Sopranos. Because I, I just know mm-hmm. that the years of where this is at. Because this, this one was in, what, 2002? Yeah, this would have been 02. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, Sopranos was at the height of its power yep. at this time. So... It's probably a, it has a yeah. huge contributing factor to why that there's so many Italian jokes in the in the last couple episodes, and I imagine that most of those seasons have even several different Soprano jokes with, within within the seasons because they, they you couldn't don't. you couldn't talk about TV without talking about the Sopranos during that time. Yes, people I'm, bought HBO just for the fucking Sopranos. That was it. They bought it for one show, and that was it. That, they mean they do that. Yeah, they do that now, but like, <laughs> and, they're um, the ones who started that. Yeah, the uh, yeah. season finale of season 13, which is the season of not this Treehouse of Horror, but the last one. Uh, the season finale of that season had a direct spoof of the actual opening title sequence of The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, it's just not it's not shocking that, 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 that that's what's going on, so... Yeah, I'm sure it's probably in an interview somewhere why there's so many Italian jokes, but who knows. Yeah. So do we think we're going to get another Italian joke in the next episode? Uh, fourth time's a charm, I Maybe. suppose. The, uh, I, I guess know, we'll see. I know Zach would love it. There's never, a good, there's never a bad time to make an Italian joke. Especially okay. when Mark's around. If Zach owns a car, that's probably going to be his fucking bumper sticker. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, um, 
But yeah, I'm Dr. Hibbert. It was fun. Um, I like all the animal designs. Yeah. Yeah, there's they, that was really fun. good animation. Yeah. Uh, stories, very straightforward. This is probably the most straightforward episode, trio of stories overall. Like, this is by far, I think, our shortest recording about uh, these Treehouse of Horror episodes because, like, there's such straightforward yeah. stories there, there wasn't a whole lot to say about them like i think the most we had to say about any of them was the clones one yeah um mm. second episode the second segment was just a fucking breeze because it was essentially a ripoff of another episode just change who's invading i didn't have any good animation either really so you can't yeah, really it was, it was kind of okay so any last thoughts about island of dr hibbert before we move on to our wrap-up uh, there is the, there is one funny joke that I did like a lot in that, which was when Lisa becomes the owl and tries oh, to yeah. pick up oh, yeah. Maggie. And then <laughs> we're just trying to play a game. What game? Kill Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> Eat Maggie. Eat Maggie. No. No. The um. Uh, yeah. Parenting. Pretty, yep. It, yeah. Exactly. It's accurate. Funniest moment. I, I think Mark and I have the same one. Does anybody know the way home? Oh yeah, yeah. This yeah. hands down the funniest. The uh. Yeah, I laughed pretty fucking hard. And then also, too, the Peter Griffin. Yeah. The, the Peter Griffin bag, uh, uh, gag was pretty funny. That's probably my favorite gag. The funniest because of the um, retro Homer. I mean, that gets me every time they do that shit. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty cool. I know that's not the first time they did the retro Homer. No, not yeah, at all. No. Won't be the last either. Yeah. Oh, of course. Eh. Uh, creepiest, scariest, grossest, goriest moment. This episode didn't really go for that. No, it didn't um, at all. I guess by default, like Homer having sex with, yeah. with, a, with, a, with a lion. I'm going to go a with... Or a mountain lion. Have you ever Panther. seen a lion Panther. before, Mark? Panther. I'm going to go with Ned Flanders telling Homer to milk him just because he sounded like yeah, he was yeah, so much yeah, pain. Yeah, yeah, all right, I'm going to go with Brandon's. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to switch. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch too, man. That was pretty fucking disturbing. Yeah, because yeah, he was like enjoying that. He was like really enjoying that. Yeah, yeah you, have, too you much. have gentle fingers. Like, you're not helping. It's, it's disturbing. Fuck at the milk thing. They are. Yeah. Unanimous! Unanimous! <laughs> you know what? No, fuck that. The beast. <laughs> you had to ruin it, didn't you? You <laughs> ruined it! You son of a bitch. They, uh, anyway. They bloated, right. so you uh, least it. favorite segment. Uh, um, for two, me, it's the second one. Yeah, second, second one, one for yeah, sure. Yeah, second one. It's for very sure. forgettable. The uh, I already forgot about it. I, what was it about? I don't know. Same shit as they yeah, did yeah, before. That's, right. yeah, that's yeah. what it was about. The uh, uh, favorite segment. One. One. Yeah. One. Well, three. For me. Three. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh wow, we're we're split down the middle. Split down the middle. We got a little fifty-fifty. The uh, anything that has an Italian joke. <laughs> See, see that I, I actually believe him for that one. <laughs> I don't believe him for a second that he did not pick two as his least favorite. Yeah, that's part. yeah. That you don't have out. to believe it; you just got to accept it. No, I don't. No, no, I don't actually. Yes, you do. Brendan doesn't accept it as a third Jeepers Creepers, so you know there. there so there isn't the. Uh, yes, there is, Brandon. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. Yes, there no, is. No, it does exist. We're split on that. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Midwest Horror Network's October 2020 special. Does anybody have any final thoughts first? Final thoughts? Uh, definitely not my favorite episode. Yeah, it, it didn't was... It um, feel Halloween-y, I guess. Very... Fair enough. Yeah. 
Yeah, other than the hilarity of the first segment, yeah, like I said earlier, this is just a very too it was too straightforward. Not a whole lot of jokes landed. Um, segment two was forgettable, and segment three, if it wasn't for all the animal redesigns, probably would have been forgettable as well. Yeah, yeah, that's it's really cool animation in the third one, but. Yeah, but for the most part, I'll, that's the two things I remember. I remember how good the first one was, and then how good the animation was yeah. in the third one, and then that's it. I don't know, because, again, that milking the flanners thing is really fucking... Yeah, I, I get yeah, it. Yeah, that's... But, but, you know... But it doesn't carry the whole... No, I'm just minutes. saying, that's pretty much what I remember, because it was yeah. just disturbing. Well, as bad as these episodes were, oh, they still weren't as bad as The Raven. Is that the whole reason you asked for final thoughts? Yep. Okay. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Midwest Horror Network's October 2020 special. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. And check us out on all of our social media at Midwest Horror Network on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Slasher. And of course, um, uh, you can check out this uh, this one on Spotify and Anchor, um, just the audio version. And you can actually support us directly through Anchor through a month monthly donation. Every uh, bit of dollars that we get sent will go directly to all the contributions to the Midwest Horror Network. Any any help you can provide would be great um, to keep this uh, this train moving along, um, and also support the rest of our content. Thank you so much for checking out this uh, Halloween Horror Treehouse special. And we'll see you next time. Happy October 13th.